Welcome to season four of the Jesus Joy and Java podcast. I am your host, Patty Nava. In this season, we will be learning about the promises of God. There are many promises in the Bible. Do you have a promise of God that you hold on to? I invite you to draw closer to God in the next few weeks as we learn about God's character and how this reassures us that He is faithful to keep His promises for those of us who believe in Him. Welcome to part four of the promises of God. Today's promise of God comes from Hebrews 13:5. I will never leave you nor forsake you. I'm pretty sure you've heard this verse many times before, but it is important to note that this verse is often quoted without the first part of the verse, which says the following. Let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have. I will never leave you or forsake you. Before we dive into Hebrews 13.5, let's read the first four verses of chapter 13. You'll notice that these verses contain practical, real-world instructions on how we should behave as Christ's followers. Hebrews chapter 13 verses 1 through 4 says the following, Let brotherly love continue. Do not forget to entertain strangers. For by doing so, some have unwittingly entertained angels. Remember the prisoners, as if chained with them, those who are mistreated, since you yourselves are in the body also. Marriage is honorable among all, and the bed undefiled. But fornicators and adulterers, God will judge. Here we see that in Hebrews 13, 1 and 2 are about brotherly love and hospitality. In Hebrews 13, 3, we are encouraged to support the abused and imprisoned. In Hebrews 13, 4, it emphasizes sexual morality. Now, when we read Hebrews 13.5, we are instructed to not covet and to be content with what we have. We can also see that we are being encouraged to be content, faithful, and to trust that Jesus will always be there with us through all of our circumstances, because He will never leave us or forsake us. For the rest of this episode, we'll be looking at Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5 in more detail. Let's read that entire verse again. Hebrews 13, 5 says, Let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have. I will never leave you or forsake you. Let's look at these two words, covetousness and contentment. According to Baker's Bible Dictionary, covetousness is the strong desire to have that which belongs to another. It is considered to be a very grievous offense in Scripture. The Tenth Commandment forbids coveting anything that belongs to a neighbor, including his house, his wife, his servant, his ox, 
or donkey or anything that belongs to him. This commandment can be found in Exodus 20 verse 17. The American Heritage Dictionary defines contentment as a degree of happiness which consists in being satisfied with present conditions, a quiet, uncomplaining, satisfied mind. So as we can see, covetousness is the opposite of contentment. But sadly, in the world that we live in today, a person who covets is often seen as being ambitious. And this trait is admired by many people. In the Bible, when we read about contentment, we know that it has more to do with what we are on the inside rather than what we have. The Apostle Paul had the right idea in Philippians 4, verses 11 through 13, where he says, Not that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. I know how to be abased, and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. The second part of Hebrews 13.5 says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. This promise from God is the reason for our contentment. We cannot put our trust on material possessions or material desires, but we can depend on God and His promise to never leave us or forsake us. Now let's take a look at these two words, leave and forsake. In the King James Bible Dictionary, forsake means to quit or leave entirely, to desert, to abandon, or to depart from. In the Greek, the word for forsake is eg katalepo, which means to leave behind, to be left helpless in dire circumstances. The Greek word for leave is anemi, and this means to send back, let go, relax, loosen, give up, or desist from. When we know the definitions of these two words, it should encourage us to believe in God's promise because He is reassuring us that He will never send us back. He will never let us go. He will never loosen His grip or desist from being by our side. He also promises to never desert us or to leave us behind or depart from us. This promise of God is very reassuring to me because for most of my life, I suffered from the fear of abandonment and abuse. As you've heard in some of the previous episodes, I've briefly shared about my childhood and my history of abandonment since I was three months old. You see, when I was born, my parents were living in Los Angeles, and I had an older brother. According to some of my aunts, my parents were having marital problems and ended up getting a divorce shortly after I was born. For whatever reason, my biological mother took custody of my brother, and my father got custody of me. But my father wasn't able to take care of me, so he sent me to live in El Salvador until I was four years old. He then brought me back to the United States when he had a new wife, but guess what happened? She sent me to live with her parents in Mexico City for about a year. 
My father brought me back from Mexico City when he divorced her, and he was a single dad for a couple of years, so he was always leaving me with whoever could take care of me while he went to work. This led to me being abused physically, verbally, and sexually. I won't go into detail about that, but all I can say is that as I grew older, I always had the fear of being abandoned or abused. This made it very difficult for me to develop close relationships or even trust anyone. It was not until I gave my life to Jesus that I learned how to form long-term friendships. It was as if God was giving me another chance at learning to trust people again. In the past 22 years as a Christ follower, I've met some of the most wonderful brothers and sisters in Christ who are like family to me. Through these relationships, I've learned to trust and draw closer to God. There's nothing like the love you feel when you're close to God. We feel safe in knowing that He will never abandon us. There's a word in Greek for that kind of love. It's called agape love. We talked about this kind of love back in episode 9 in the series on the fruit of the Spirit. So to get more detail about this agape love, please refer to that episode. Agape love does not refer to a romantic or sexual love. It involves faithfulness and commitment. Agape love is the beautiful love described in 1 Corinthians 13. It is a love that is of God and from God. It is never-ending and it is unconditional. As we read in 1 John 4, 8, God is love. Agape love is not something that comes naturally to us. This is a love that has been given to us through the Holy Spirit when we are born again and accept Christ as our Lord and Savior. All I know is that when we experience God's agape love, we can feel safe knowing that He will never let us go or abandon us. Here are a few verses which give us the confidence that God protects us and provides for us, that He will never let us go and He will help us make it to the very end and that we will be with Him forever. Philippians 1.6 says, Being confident of this, that He who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Philippians 4.19 And my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of His glory in Christ Jesus. John 10.27-28 says, My sheep listen to my voice. I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. Sisters, do you believe that God will never leave you or forsake you? If not, then I encourage you to draw close to Him so that you may be able to experience His agape love. When we understand the promise in Hebrew 13.5, we should not only be encouraged that God will never leave us or forsake us, it should give us confidence and reassurance that God is doing a wonderful work in our life while protecting us and providing for all of our needs. Trust and believe that God carries us to the very end. Speaking of caring, I want to end today's episode with this poem. I hope you find it encouraging. It's called Footprints by Mary Stevenson. 
One night, I dreamed I was walking along the beach with the Lord. Many scenes from my life flashed across the sky. In each scene, I noticed footprints in the sand. Sometimes there were two sets of footprints. Other times there were one set of footprints. This bothered me because I noticed that during the low periods of my life, when I was suffering from anguish, sorrow, or defeat, I could only see one set of footprints. So I said to the Lord, You promised me, Lord, that if I followed you, you would walk with me always. But I have noticed that during the most trying periods of my life, there have only been one set of footprints in the sand. Why, when I needed you the most, have you not been there for me? The Lord replied, The times you have seen only one set of footprints is when I carried you. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. I pray you are encouraged to have confidence in knowing that God will never leave you or forsake you. Believe that He will always be by your side. I hope you will join me next week as we learn about another promise of God. I am so excited to share with you that I have partnered up with my sweet sister in Christ, Carissa Trecker, at Mary and Martha, a Dayspring company. Her mission is to bring eternal hope and encouragement to every home and to build up women in faith and in business. At Mary and Martha, you will find items for your heart, your home, your table, and your kids. I especially love their books, two that I strongly recommend for this journey as we learn about God's promises are A Heart of God by Elizabeth Elliot and 60 Promises to Pray Over Your Children. I have included the links for these books in the show notes and at the Jesus Joy and Java Facebook page at fb.com slash Jesus Joy Java. I also recommend that you join Carissa's Mary and Martha Facebook group where she provides daily encouragement and she shares about the amazing items you can find in the Mary and Martha catalog. You can find the link to her Facebook group in the show notes and also at the Jesus Joy and Java Facebook page. If today's episode has inspired you to grow closer to God through His Word, please share this podcast with a sister friend. Your sharing and caring has allowed the Jesus Joy and Java podcast to rank in the top 30% of the most globally shared podcasts on Spotify. Please continue to help me get God's word to more women all over the world. And don't forget to follow Jesus Joy and Java on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. All of the links are in the show notes. May our lives always be filled with more Jesus, more joy, and more Java. See you next week. Thank you.